0: Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.
1: Coming up on episode 310 of Wheel Bearings, we've got the Genesis GV70 Electrified, the Honda Civic Type R, the Mazda Miata, the um, is VW bringing an electric GTI to market, there's a new 2024 Toyota Land Cruiser and the Lexus RX 450h plug-in hybrid. Volvo stops selling cars in the UK. No more MX-30s for Americans. Fisker shows off a bunch of new cars, some of which might even make it to market. The Concours d'Elegance is coming back to mid-down Detroit in mid-September. And we answer some questions about VW auto sticks and Porsche sportomatic transmissions. All that and more coming up next this is episode 310 of wheel bearings i'm sam abu al from guidehouse insights
2: i am nicole Wakeling from the reflected podcast
0: and i am roberto Balden from hot guys top speed It seems couldn't, re- like, couldn't remember the other
2: one? I can, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's, once you say hot cars, everything after that sounds less. It
2: sounds kind of meh. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, you yeah. do it the
2: other way around.
0: I'm from top speed. To say, hot
2: cars! There you like, go. That's how you should do like it. a delicious
0: hot link sandwich of cars. <laughs> That's where I'm from. Let me put this over here. On this. Just... All right. Uh Well, Nicole, let's start with you yes. again.
2: Oh, we're starting with me. I'm first. Okay. <laughs> God, he does that. I'm like, ah, I'm first. <laughs> it's like when the teacher calls on you and you haven't gotten your homework paper out yet. You're like, oh God, what do I do now? <laughs> okay, so uh, this week I had a fun car. I had a really super super fun car. I had the 2023 Honda Civic Type R. I don't think it just be R. R it does. Arr, I need it's... somebody
1: that can roll their R's to do to get that. Oh, I can't. Oh, there you go.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Wait, I'll do it, and then you just add the R at the end. The All 2023 right. Honda Civic Type. There perfect. we go. perfect that's what i'm driving this week um so You're this welcome. is fun i mean this is just the epitome of like a little hot hatch I and mean, th- there you go there's the review it's a hot hatch um they this was gone for it was they've had this before but it disappeared for last model year and came back this model year even though that last model year the civic was new the type r was gone Now the Type R is back, um, which makes me very happy. This is ridiculously fun to drive. So I had this, I had a lot of driving this week, an exceptionally large amount of driving. And a huge chunk of it was in really, 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 really heavy traffic in downtown Boston to go see Pink. Let's get this party started. Um, So it was stop and go and this is only available as manual transmission so you've got a six-speed manual which is brilliant but in stop and go traffic a manual transmission can be like miserable because you're constantly on and off the clutch you're trying to you know you, and it's leg it,
0: day it's yeah. leg
2: day it was leg day and the thing is leg especially weak. yeah and especially in really heavy like congested everybody's trying to funnel into one lane and there's like 85 lanes funneling into it which is a boston thing If you leave even a half an inch of space, you're gonna get cut off. So you have to drive with a relatively like aggressive driving, like stay close, which is harder in a manual. And it's even harder when there's hills and air roads this was actually really easy to drive. The the clutch, it's not so hard that as you're pushing on it, your leg is generally feeling like it's like day. Um, oh, so you mean it's, it's not easy. like a
1: Mustang GT on is, the Ventura Freeway?
2: No, it is not. It is way better than that. Yeah, because I know you have some experience with that. Mustang yeah, I do. GT very you very much warned me, don't go this way. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Sam said, don't go that way. Um, and I did not. But this was unavoidable. But it was really, actually, it was very, very nice drive. So, like, huge raves about the manual transmission in this. And it's just very easy to drive very fun it's it's not a it's not a manual that's going to make you work hard like if you know how to drive a manual transmission you're going to find this one super easy and like i know how to drive one but every one you get in the pressure points are a little bit different on the clutch and you have that like first little bit of time where you're driving where you're not the smoothest driver because you're kind of getting you have no intuitive sense of exactly how this specific manual in this car works it took me no time at all to not be thinking about it anymore. It was very, very quick that it becomes intuitive. Which again that, is just that
0: what? Honda manual transmission is so nice. Yeah. whole and the pairing with that 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 clutch is really. I mean, I like the GT's clutch. Yeah, but it the, the it's it can be a little. Yeah, that Honda though, man. It's
2: good, right? Like mm-hmm. I like manual transmissions. This one I loved. Um, so super fun. I mean, it's got plenty of power. It's a two point five at uh, two point five two liter. I've written down yeah. two liter. Two liter. I'm like, wait, 2.5. I'm not saying what's written in front of me. Two liter four-cylinder turbo, 315 horsepower. Um, So, I mean, seriously, it's a tiny little car with 315 horsepower. I think that answers the question of whether or not when you push on the gas, it moves. It does. And it has a sport, a comfort, and a um, like individual mode where you can like customize stuff. Um, You can feel a little difference between comfort and sport. But the thing is, this is sporty even when it's not set to that mode. There's no, like... Hey, I'm just chill and relaxing, cruising. <laughs> there is no version of that for modes, which is fine, because if you want that, don't buy this. So even in comfort mode, it's still pretty aggressive, but you put it in sport. That's what regular trailer. Civics are for. That's a regular Civic. There's a whole yeah. different lineup, sort of like regular Civic type R. If you
0: want to be comfortable, get don't buy this better. one.
2: Yeah. Don't buy the
0: R. If buy. you want to like
2: yeah. Yeah, right. So and it, it is really that car because the funny thing is like I stop at the stoplight and there's like other people in the hot little hatches and little souped up cars, and I'm like, I feel like the car is just like, do it, do it, race them. I'm like, I am a grown adult. I am not doing this. I'm not even making eye contact with that guy in that sporty little yellow souped up. Does that have lighting underground lighting on it? Like everything, <laughs> you know? No, don't look at him. Just try. <laughs> don't look just, at him.
0: Don't, don't look even at make
2: him. eye contact because you'll be tempted. Um, so, I mean, on the exterior, it, it looks really good. It looks like the sporty car it is it has this ridiculous um, rear. I want to say spoiler. It's like a wing. It is like a wing. The wing. It
1: is a wing. The wing.
2: It's a wing. So, and it's huge. But the funny thing is, so when you open it, if you're putting stuff in the hatch, there are two little handholds that you can pull it shut. But really, every time I wanted to it up, I swear to God, my hand hit that wing. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't pull it by the wing. That can't be good for the car. So you have to be a little careful because that is intuitively where your hand wants to grab. Um, I, I, my only complaint, I, well, I love this. The interior is red. I mean, like Red. Like in your face, red. It's it is so red. The seat belts are red. The seats are red. The f- the carpeting on the floor is red. The mats are red. It's like red everywhere. It is the prettiest interior. It just makes you happy when you open it up and look at it. However, it has what they call <clears throat> suede effect sports seats. That's what my Monroe says. So I'm saying it exact suede effect sports seats. So that's a suede fabric, which I'm also a fan of. But they're really really sporty sports seats like the sportiest of sports seats. So if you were, were larger, the side bolstering is going to prove a little bit snug. Uh, you're you right in the, it, yeah. yeah. It kind of, I would imagine for you, Robbie, that it's not like you're just because you're a tall guy
0: sports seats. Like I, my body for the most part, 90% of sports seats are seem, apparently built for my body.
2: <laughs> so do you like the sports seats in this one?
0: I haven't driven the new one. The, oh, you the old one. New I one. drove the old one like five hours. The first thing I when when they offered it up to me, I was like, I have to. I have a like. I have to drive four hundred miles with this thing. And they're like, and it was like an end of life, like the, oh, uh, the end of uh, mileage for that vehicle before they uh, auction it off. Yeah. And um, the Honda rep, I was at an event with them, and they were like, Yeah, it's fine. And they're like, You know what? It was over Christmas too. And they're like, You know what? Just keep it for like two and a half weeks or whatever. It was. It's yours it nice now. It's it was yours. great. And it was great until the last night with that car. But I don't want to hijack your story, so please go for it.
2: Okay. Um, but so I like the sports seats. I like the bolstering. I, you can get used to the side bolstering, unless I say, like, if you're a little bit larger, it's going to be squishy. But here's what I really didn't like the seat. It's, there's bolstering on the seat cushion. That is the strongest bolstering on the sides of a seat cushion that I've ever experienced in my entire life. So you can't slide out of the seats. You kind of have to like step a leg over to get your thigh out of the seats. And then
0: Uh-oh. it's it's yeah, not and then it. as
2: you're trying to scooch out, you're scooching over this giant bolster. It is had
0: that in the M2 as
1: well. It's
2: it's too much. It's but, too at, least, much.
0: but at least the type R doesn't have the the groin support. The no. yeah, have that, they, <laughs> uh, well, I, if anything, right. it should have groin support. Probably. I demand as much groin support as possible in every <laughs> you want vehicle a fully I'm supported
2: driving. supported groin. I mean, I, I guess that's a fair all request. All our groin to be
0: completely <laughs> supported.
2: <laughs> well, your groin is not going to be supported in this. Sorry, but no. your butt and your thighs really, really, really supported. So that was the only thing. It was <laughs> the bolstering on the seat is a little bit too much. It's just a little bit too much. It's um, <laughs> too much, too much bolster. Like ease up on the bolster. Um and pricing wise, the one that I have as equipped, forty-four thousand three hundred and eighty-five dollars. Would you like to guess destination, gentlemen?
0: Ooh, 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 ooh. Um. 1095.
2: Sam?
1: Um I will go with
0: 1096.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Robbie got it exactly on the money. It's 1095. Oh, really? uh, it's exactly 1095.
0: Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and $10. I $10. appreciate that you went 1096. That's my favorite part.
2: <laughs> I know, like you couldn't have done better than what you both did right there. <laughs> um, yeah. So when you think about that 44 385, it's certainly not the cheapest version of the Civic that you can buy, but it's also a really good price in that for mm-hmm. what you're getting, if you're lo- looking for that sporty, fun little hatchback, um, it's got. Because I like that it just, it, it takes all the pieces you want. It's a reasonable price. It's not outrageous. It's a comfortable, aside from the bolstering of the seat, <laughs> <laughs> interior when you get out of the car, interior that's actually attractive. And like my husband is your height, um, Robbie, and he was fine. Like he didn't feel like he was totally squished in it. Um, yeah. It looks the part of a sporty little hatch. It drives the part of a sporty little hatch. But it also does it in a way that it is not harsh at all, which is something I know that that's a sports car thing that they can be a little bit harsh, especially a hatchback like this. This is not a harsh ride, even taking it over really rough roads. Unless I hit like a nasty Boston pothole, this was actually a really nice to drive. So <laughs> nasty, a lot Boston lot nasty Boston pothole is the name potholes. of my new
0: is the name of my new ska band. <laughs>
2: okay, that works. Um, so yeah, so I was a fan. I loved it. I really had a great time. I'm I'm sad. That they're gonna take away from me tomorrow. I don't want them to take it. I really like this one.
1: So, have you driven the GR Corolla?
2: I wanna say the I have grr- not. I don't believe I have. I have to think.
1: What, what about think the? Uh, oh, I think you know. you would the remember. Golf R, the current Golf R.
2: I believe I've driven the Golf R. Golf R feels like I drove at one point. Yeah. So,
1: okay. So, Golf R versus Type R, what would be your preference?
2: So I feel like the Golf R is a little bit more like neither one of these cars is roomy, Sam. But I feel like it's got a little bit. Oh, more the Civic. Open. The Civic's
1: pretty roomy. I mean, we've yeah, got some room.
2: But it's but it, it this you is can so fit a pair of adults
1: in the backseat with, with you know without any issues.
2: Yeah, I feel like the Golf R is a better passenger car if you're going to people in it a lot. Where I feel like the Civic is more. I think it might be more fun. It certainly looks cool. I mean, Civic is more fun. Yeah. Like the Civic is more fun and like style. My gosh. It just parked in your driveway, with a giant wing that you don't want to accidentally grab. It looks amazing. That yeah. red interior looks amazing. Like if you, you don't buy a car like this cause you want it to fly under the radar. You want to, you're like, look what I bought. This one does that. Well,
1: on the and other hand, there, there, there are advantages to flying under the radar, especially when there's actual radar around.
2: Well, yeah.
1: yes. A but sleeper. one always
2: and, obeys the law when one is driving. I don't know why that would be an issue for you, Sam. And, and always, yeah, what do you
1: do? I mean, it's, it's a hypothetical.
2: Hypothetically. Yeah. If you were one who is inclined to get a little heavy on that I mean, just gas pedal. Yeah, you know, just
1: just in case you were driving around rural Ohio. You know, and suddenly, you know, you're going down this road, and the speed limit suddenly changes from 65 to 30. You know, um, with with almost no notice. You know, so in a scenario like that, yeah, being able to fly under the speed trap, Yeah. Uh, yes, as an example, as a hypothetical example, under the radar, and
2: you want the golf.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, I loved driving the previous gen Type R,
2: yeah, but I wasn't
1: crazy about the way it looked, even though I liked. The overall design of the previous gen civic compared better than the current generation civic because mm-hmm. i think you know when i drove the current one uh, earlier this year or last year you know i i did complain a little bit about you know i thought that the design had gotten a little bland yes um and you know in this case you know i mean they they make the type r there's just no pleasing you worse. sam well <laughs> no actually actually in in this case I think the the type R is just enough more aggressive looking than this than the standard Civic that I would actually prefer driving this one to the previous gen yeah you because know, I thought that the previous gen was a little bit over the top this one doesn't Although look from overdone. from inside you know from the driver's seat you don't notice it' too stabby right. yeah. yeah
2: I agree with you no I think the last one was a little overdone like I, yeah. there's some I don't know. There was some fashion when she's like, when you get dressed, you should look at all your accessories and take off one accessory because you have too many things. They didn't do that with the previous gen. Yeah. Like all oh, the pieces, like somebody look and take one of these things off. I think they it did that this time around.
0: Previous <laughs> gen, it was the wing. My wife came out. Oh. And she looked at the car and we were driving it, and she's like, "If you took this thing off, this thing would look great." Well, the and one, in fact, in, in Europe, bit, that's that was the accessory you needed to take off. In, in Europe, you could actually buy the Type R without the
1: wing. They, they, oh, never that, really? they never sold that. They never, yeah, they never sold it here that way. And I did yeah. see one on the road here. I saw a black Type R without the wing on it. They probably um, took it off. Driving, driving down the highway here in in the Detroit area, and it looked, it looked so much better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the thing, the thing about the wing, even though the you know the wing looks a little outrageous, you know, when you're looking at the car from outside, if if you look at the, the curvature of the wing and the curvature of the back window, it's all set up so that from the driver's seat you do not see the wing at all.
2: It's totally yeah. true. Like I thought yeah. I, when I looked at it in the driveway, I thought this is going to be miserable to see out of because I'm not. You can totally. It, you don't even know it's there. When and you that's part of why here. it's up so high. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: So yeah, big big fan of Type R's. I I had a chance to drive one a little bit. Do some do some hot laps in it at an M1 concourse in June before the uh, Detroit Grand Prix, and had a blast with it. This, this fantastic car. Can't wait to get one for, for a week long review. It
2: was really fun. I was very Fantastic. happy that I was home for this long to drive it. I'm like, I was only gone very brief. I'm like, this is working out just fine.
1: <laughs> and you know, as, as a daily driver, I would I would much prefer to have this over the, the GR Corolla, at least at least the Marizo edition. I'll have to get my hands on a standard GR Corolla. Maybe I'll go and borrow my when I get a type R, I'll go and, and uh borrow my neighbor's uh GR.
3: There yeah, you go. You can, can do, do a, a
1: comparison. back,
2: like, drive a road, neighbor, drive the exact yeah. same thing. That's such
0: go. good cars.
2: I know, right? It's a pretty cool car. Like my, Well, my neighbor has, no, one of them well, has, a, no, they're family cars. Everybody has a family car except for one who just bought a cute little Mazda.
0: I'm I'm very uh, uh, happy to report that there was a family gathering where I found out that one of my cousins who works for Mercedes has a Honda Odyssey because he has kids. <laughs> uh, okay. My other cousin has a V60. which. Nice. A V60, um, but my he's, favorite Volvo, uh, but he's getting a Polestar too now. And then the other one Ooh. who, um, who actually has a big ranch, he has a big F 250, but he actually has a ranch with like, where he has yeah, I Pol- mean, if, you, if you're
1: gonna actually use Polson, it as what it's yeah. intended
0: for, yeah. he's the, he does the the, the he does the thing, yeah, yeah. sometimes occasionally I'll go up there and I get to hang out. Mostly, I just get the right ATVs.
1: Every-
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent.
1: Did you know you can support Wheel Bearings directly? Head to patreon.com slash wheelbearingsmedia and you can become a patron today. Your contributions will help fund the platforms and tools we use to bring the podcast to you. And exclusives and improvements are already on the way thanks to your generosity. So if you want to be part of an automotive podcast like no other, head to patreon.com slash wheelbearingsmedia.
0: All right. Robbie, what have you been driving? So I've been driving something I didn't think I would be able to drive comfortably ever. Um, I've been in previous generations of this vehicle, and my head's just like hitting the top, hitting that pole, hitting that bar, hitting something. Or, or it's just too high, and I'm like looking at the visor yeah. <laughs> sitting in the car. But um, I called one in, and it's here, uh, the Mazda MX-5, a.k.a. the Mazda Miata.
2: Miata. Why yeah, don't the they answer. call it Miata anymore? Everyone else calls it a Miata. Yeah.
0: What's the, what's, I I was going to ask you, I if, figured if you, Sam would know this. It's, I have lazy,
2: yeah, Sam, uh, Robbie. explain why have they changed. Well, like, we all like Miata. I don't care about the naming conventions. I, why I, get rid
1: of it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think they're just trying to be consistent globally because Miata was primarily a North American thing. Um, you know, in other, like in Europe, it was always just MX5. And actually, in the, the first, couple of generations in japan it was actually brand branded as the yunos roadster because mazda had a couple of different brands in japan so it Ooh. wasn't even wasn't even branded as a Mazda over there uh hmm. but now it's just mazda mx5 globally but it's miata yes it's it, miata. it'll always be a miata and you talk to people from mazda you know they, they
0: refer to it as the miata. The, miata. the miata yeah so uh yeah so i have the mx5 i have um the mx5 uh club which is sort of the, the kind of the, uh, what do you call it? Middle of the road version. Um, and it is fantastic. <laughs> There's no room for anything. I tried to load it up with uh, <laughs> to, for for uh, my band had a show on Friday. <laughs> oh my god, what about, would
2: fit it? What could you actually load? So, so into okay, Leonardo so I went I, to,
0: picks. I yeah, could, the picks
2: uh, in the little center console. That was all the space there was.
0: <laughs> okay, so so on. Wednesday when I got the car I had band practice um, but for another band where I play the bass and the bass amp is at the studio but I had my bass amp at home cuz I needed to practice and it fits in the passenger seat so there you go the bass um, amp or the
2: bass in the, the passenger
0: bass seat. not the okay. bass amp <laughs> the ba- on the uh for uh the show on Friday I um I end up going to our space on Thursday with our car with the, with the Kona so I can load all the stuff up and then I got home. I'm like, I wonder if I can take the Mazda. Can I band the Mazda Miata? Um, like not that. really. Um, <laughs> Shock, if you're, I'm shocked. So if you're a singer, yeah, it's totally fine. If you're a singer or if, if you're you a guitarist. You can put a microphone in there. Yeah. If you're a guitarist and you have a small amp, like one of those cubes, they're, they're smaller, little smaller mm-hmm. amps. Yes. If you have a slightly larger amp, like I have a Fender uh, Princeton Chorus. It is like a half inch too big to fit. It's a half inch too tall cuz I, I put it in the trunk and I try to close it will clunk. It's like right before it latches. I'm like all right, well maybe, let me bend it. No clunk. Nope. Let me do bungee cord. Clunk. Nope. <laughs> clunk. Keep nope. Keep
2: trying to adjust it a half an inch I can't it.
0: try to I could I really wanted the photo of like yes, <laughs> you can band <laughs> the Mazda Miata if you're a guitarist and you have I mean it's like a medium size. Did, did you have the the soft top or the RF? I had the soft top. Okay. Yeah. RF, come on! <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just to ask,
1: do him? We,
2: do, what, does anyone know what the difference? The, the, I know what the difference between the two, but sales-wise, soft top versus the RF,
1: I, I don't know. And I they wonder they, they don't break it out in their sales. They don't numbers. break it out. I wasn't I'll, sure. I'll have they, to ask.
2: I'm curious yeah, okay. if the if I would imagine the what's soft the top take would rule. Like, um, yeah, and, what's the take rate for the RF? I yeah. mean, it's fine, but like, if you're buying a Miata, you. Sh- you I, the law should dictate that you do not buy the RF. You, you yeah. buy the soft top as God intended.
0: Yeah. yeah. The weight guy.
1: Uh,
2: well, you know... Uh-uh. So, no, so there's with, no with, arguments. No, 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 no,
1: what I was going to say was with the, the previous generation, the NC, they had the retractable hard top on that one, Yeah. Um, which was different from what they do now with the RF. The RF is more of a Targa. The retractable yeah. hard top, like Stephanie Brimley has one. And that one... The the profile of it of the hard top is exactly the same as the soft top. And it, it folds down in three pieces and it fits into the same space. So okay. so when the top is down, it is no different from, from the soft top. Yeah, you know, it is it is like I, driving I, it the true I Miata. I love
2: Stephanie and I'm gonna give her half credit for that one. Um, but I still oh, think it no should me. be. If you want to drive it
1: year round in, in Michigan, having that retractable hard top on the on the NC Miata was was actually pretty nice it actually i had one, cool. one. Have
2: I one, one the
0: current ones. one is like a like a like a like a what do you call oh the car i owned de de la sol a del sol, <laughs> Dele Dele la sol. La yeah yeah you're right it is
1: more like the civic del
3: sol
0: <laughs> it's like the del sol which i had which i love that car the only it's pro, its biggest problem is it was front wheel drive instead of rear wheel drive um that car was outstanding though anyway so uh, mx5 i do fit in it six foot three seats low enough where i can see um the uh there's they don't have that little pole that little metal rod anymore in that position in the soft top that soft top's very it's actually pretty there's, there's no like sort of cross beams um that you can see um so yeah and it's really easy to open and close it's just like one latch clack clack shove it back really quick you can do it while you're sitting at a light you need to close it hit a little button click grab it uh, you just got to do it a little latch click super easy peasy lemon squeezy um, and I, okay. So I, I, feel like I need to like break up this one between the next for next week as well. I haven't had a chance to do any performance driving with it because I went to band and then I yeah, you spent
2: all your time trying to band the Miata. So I kept all my time trying to band. Miata. So today,
0: today <laughs> is all today's scheduled is schedule is after the podcast. Um, I'll eat some more toast and then I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll go for a drive, um, around the Bay area and it uh it's no but it's yeah i really like it the the uh, infotainment is weird uh it just feels like infotainment <laughs> for, it feels like like it's just a little bit the better car than the, is the infotainment system maybe. yeah the car is and you don't care because you plug in your phone and it works the problem is sometimes the touch screen works sometimes it doesn't i don't know why that's that's the weirdest thing right now with with the car. Is sometimes I can use touch I can touch it, and sometimes it doesn't f- seem to understand that my hand is touching the screen. Mm. Yeah, that's I, odd. yeah, it's very it's very weird. But um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Because I'm having so much fun driving the car. The rest of the car is. You it's can very, forgive
2: this little touchscreen business.
0: Yeah, it's very much like the, you know, like my BRZ where it's like, oh, you have some knobs for your your temperature, you can listen to some music. Uh there's a volume knob. Okay, everything else you don't need anything else. That's it. And I'm 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 a big supporter of that. Um and so yeah, it's it's you know, I've been getting and you're getting all this fun. Like I'm getting like 30.4 miles per gallon right now. Oof. It's value. Is what we're talking.
2: (laughs) Forget the fun. It's all about the value of this. It's all
0: about the value. We
2: gotta stay on budget.
0: So we we took it last night to go see Beck, and we're driving the car, and my wife's like, I'm like, oh yeah, and she's like, well, so she's like, yeah, it's really small. I'm like, yeah, but drive really. It's really fun to drive. It's like our BRZ except smaller. And she's like, oh, well, she's like, now I just feel like you're being mean. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you're telling me all these cool things. I can't drive this car. She's like, and it has a manual transmission. I just feel like you're being mean. <laughs> Taking me around this car that I'm not allowed to
2: drive. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Sydney. And, uh, yeah, it is, it is really fun to drive, you know, on the way there. We had the top uh, up. On the way back at night, it was warm. We had a top down. It was great. Uh, we both talked about how much we miss um, having a convertible um yeah no i really like it i'm gonna again i'm gonna go out and, and drive it um today uh we did get this one does come um option with the uh brembo bbs recaro package which has some wheels, the heated seats, which I don't know. I, I mean, heated seats are kind of cool on a convertible. Cause it can,
2: has some wheels. Do you not get wheels if you don't get the package? You don't get wheels. wheels. <laughs> it's, yeah,
0: it's it's yeah, It has 17-inch wheels. It has uh, some, you know, they've some red brakes, red bow front brakes, uh, the calipers. Um, yeah. It's yeah. The, the, the sports seats are comfortable. It's heated. Apparently I haven't, it's, it's been hot, so I haven't actually tried it, <laughs> but I do remember driving around in my car when it's like 45 degrees, just with the heater on and just the, wee-oo. or when it's really hot, we're like driving around with the air conditioning on while the top's down, just yelling, like, you know, just destroying the world, but having the I'm nicest, time, having the nicest time. So the starting price for the club is uh $31,550. Um, that Brembo package is forty five hundred bucks. I mean, Are I don't even. Pretty my...
2: at least, do they look cool? Yeah, or do you get, yeah like, red I guess. I I would
0: like to try out the regular seats um, just to see if. I mean, that's sort of the big, the big draw right there is that the regular seats. Um, the so the total price was uh, thirty seven five ten. Um, it's not. Inexpensive, but it's it, it's 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 a good value if you're just getting it but, without. But by 4, today's it is surprisingly affordable. Yes, it's surprisingly That's affordable fair. for for the fun you're getting. The value to fun is out of this world.
2: The value to fun. The so far, fun again, out. I
0: haven't done. I I I am not. You know, I, I I'm sure it's going to be great driving, doing some performance driving on some back roads, um, but uh, just driving around, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm just happy that I fit for the most and, part. And, my knees and, are pretty, you know, my my legs aren't as 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 extended as I I would typically like. The, you know, there's a little bit more bend in my knees than yeah. than usual. Um but I could live with that to be honest, to be honest. Um I'll, you know, today when I do the perform I'll be driving it for hours and hours and hours. So next week I can tell you, okay, so it's great if you drive it for 2 hours and you're tall. Or next week I'm like, "You know what? You can you can deal with it." I think you just sort of
2: Maybe. I think you're gonna deal with it. I think that I, my my gut instinct is I don't I, even unless you were so squishy physically you could not get into the car. I'm gonna say you just deal with it and enjoy it because it's. So much
0: I couldn't fun. get into the hard tops before. I couldn't. I got yeah? into the ones in that pole just hitting you right, right smack in the head. Okay. Um, like every and I remember um, with the previous generation Miata, like Mazda's. Like I'm like, well, do you want one? Do you want? Some? I'm like, I, I, I I'm not gonna be comfortable in it. There's not really. Like the whole time, I'm going to be smack Every time I hit a bump, my head's going to be smacking the roof or I'm going to have my, my neck's going to be crooked. You're going to be I'm concussed
2: my, by the time you get a hard
0: top. And they're like, well, you could come down to L.A. Next time you come down to L.A., LA hit us up and then just drive around with the top down the whole time. <laughs> I was just like, I mean, that's great. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> but, but you know, I don't spend as much time in, in LA as I think people, you know, would assume I do. <laughs> I, in, in I mean, California. it's just down the block from you, right? From Yeah, no, I, do, I really don't like actually minutes. spend all that much time in LA. <laughs> I lived there a couple times, but but no. So, you know, when it came up and it was like, Well, we need a we need a Mazda for the side, we need a, a Miata for the side, and I was like well, let me see what they got. And they said, we had, I'm like, okay, well, they'll send it in and, you know, I'll do my best. And it's going to be warm the next week or so. So it'll be fine. And I got in and I like sat up and I'm like, oh, oh, they fixed it. They fixed the Yay. thing. That's people. <laughs> so uh, you guys want to figure out what the, uh, you want to guess the delivery, processing and handling fee?
2: I'm going nine ninety five.
0: Nine nine six. 9 Oh, <laughs> One thousand sixty-five dollars. So Sam won. Of course, he did. <laughs> That's a weird number, sixty-five. Just get throw the extra. What is it?
2: 90, how much 1, was
0: thousand, it? Thousand. One thousand sixty-five. So it's an odd number. It is. It should have been nine. Just throw thirty bucks in there. Yeah. Like, you Deserve the extra thirty dollars for what you did with the soft top, where Robbie fits in it. So good job. Robbie fits in it. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, today I'll go drive it around. Um, I'll take some photos, and then I'll report back on. On what it is when you're really tall and you're in a Miata, with the six-speed. Um, yeah, like you the can't. There is one thing with the six with the with the Miata that. Um, yes. The uh, because it's because my knees are bent more than usual, the 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 uh, the clutch action is a little bit different than when I'm driving my BRZ. The clutch is fine. There's nothing wrong with the clutch of the car. It's just that my knees are bent more than I'm usually when I'm sitting in a car.
2: Huh. That makes sense. You still were comfortable though. It wasn't uncomfortable.
0: No, I mean, not yet. It's been like, I've been in it for like, I think the most like an hour driving it. So we'll, we'll do some long, you know, some long, uh, some more time behind the wheel and uh, we'll see how how that works out today, this afternoon. And for, for what, for what
1: it's worth, um, you know, you can actually get, I was looking, I'm looking at the, the, uh, the Mazda website you can get the sport the the miata sport starting at twenty eight thousand dollars
0: so that's the that's the entry the one i got was the middle
1: (laughs) yeah but you know all the most the the most important stuff which is the base car is the same Yeah, Mm yeah you're not going to get the brembo brakes for twenty eight thousand dollars but yeah you don't really need those because this thing is so light you know (laughs) unless you unless you are planning to take it to track days um yeah. You know, then, you know, in which case, you're going to be spending a lot more money anyway on tires and other stuff. Right.
2: There's all sorts then of other expenses. If, if yeah, you, you
1: if you want that. it as a daily driver, the most important stuff, which is the core of the car, is there for twenty eight thousand mm-hmm. dollars, you know, or 20, 29 and and change, uh, you know, including the delivery charge. Yeah. So that's you know that's actually you know re- still remarkably affordable by modern standards, right. and yeah, you know, it's well worth it.
0: Yeah. The, 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 yeah. the, the big draw for the clubs you get the, uh, the sports suspension and some, again, you get the bigger wheels, but I don't care about the bigger wheels, to be honest. Um, just, be, that just means you have less sidewall. Boo. Yeah. And you get a slight, a better stereo system, which is, you know, when you're driving around with a, with a convertible, you kind of need a, some nice audio. Cause you got to turn too. it up for rocking and rolling.
1: But you know, Rocking again, you know, with the, with the the top down, you know, the audio system doesn't matter so much anyway. It's just screaming along anyway. Yeah. And on on the even though it doesn't actually say Miata anywhere on the car anymore, it says another on, thing on the website. It does say
2: does Mazda MX-5 say Miata? Miata.
0: Yeah, yeah, it still says Miata, Mazda, because they you know why SEO. SEO, if they <laughs> yeah. took that off, would
2: be like, where's exactly the car? Go, oh my God, they discontinued it. Rage, oh, yeah. anger,
1: yeah. Uh, and Nicole, I dropped a link to the review that I wrote back in 2008 of the hardtop. So you can oh. see what it looks like. It's, it's okay. in the chat. Wait,
2: let's see. I'm going to look. It's right
0: like here. a transformer.
2: Wait, chat. Yeah, no, Open it's chat. it's actually really cool. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I see a little red. Let's see. Let's see. Wait, clicking, clicking. Ooh, OK, that's cute. I yeah. like that. OK, I can kind and, of get and with, okay. It's and with the top cool. down
1: it looks just like a, yeah, a soft top but
2: like yeah little... but
1: then you get the you know in the first two generations, the na and the NB they did offer an optional removable hard top so that you know if you're if you're going to drive it in the winter time you could put the hard top on there um you know to keep everything sealed out which was nice it was you know very handy but you know, it was kind of a pain in the ass because you had to lift it off and you had to store it somewhere when you weren't using it and the NC kind of had the best of both worlds. And I kind of wish that they went with the same approach this for the ND actually, the current this generation.
3: Really,
2: yeah. when yeah. It, With that top up, you don't even know that that's a hard top. That's yeah. fantastic. And it looks, actually, this looks really good. Okay. This one I can get behind. I like it.
1: Okay. Glad to hear that. my
2: opinion if you're getting that. But if you're getting the new one, I'm sticking with my should be soft top.
1: <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, well. I had the Genesis GV70 electrified, not EV, but electrified, Electrified. but it it is an EV. Um, It's fantastic. I mean, I like the GV70 um, anyway, and this one is even better. So basically what you get here is you get a GV70 that they have taken the electric propulsion system from the GV60 performance. So it's the more powerful system, 429 horsepower. And they put that underneath a GV70, so you get the the extra room of the GV70 versus the GV60. Um, you know, it, obviously it's a little bit heavier, but it's not crazy heavy. You know, I, I was looking up the specs earlier. Um, the GV70 EV weighs uh, just shy of 5,000 pounds, which, for comparison, a comparable premium uh, electric crossover, two row crossover might be the Cadillac Lyric, which weighs about 800 pounds more than this. And uh, GM really needs to get their act together when it comes to weight and EVs. Um, They've got some work to do. Um, Now, granted, the the, the Cadillac does have a larger battery and more range, so it'll go a little over 300 miles on a charge. Um, But it is... um, you know The 236-mile the r- uh, EPA-rated range of the GV70 electrified is still, is, I think, is more than adequate for most people's daily driving. Plus the GV70, because it is the EGMP platform, if you can find a properly functioning Electrify America charging station, <laughs> it works amazing. <laughs> I actually had a fantastic Electrify America experience while I had the GV70. Um I you know Wait a minute. hold
2: on a second. I'm I said it again clearly my, my things weren't coming through my headphones right? I thought you said you had a fantastic I, electrifying fantastic. I I, I
1: did experience. I did in fact say I had oh, a fantastic okay. electrify America charging experience with the GV70. Um I went to my local EA station and I you know I got there with about 35% state of charge. Uh so it's not like you know I had to drain the battery down to you know sub 10% to get the maximum charge rate. I plugged it in at 35% state of charge. Boom. It went up to 242 kilowatts.
0: Wow. That's and over. It, uh... Wow.
2: That's and pretty it, good. It
1: stayed at 242 kilowatts until it was at about 52% state of charge. And then it ramped down a little bit, but even at 80% state of charge, it was still cranking along at about 140 kilowatts. Really? Yes. It was, it was great. I'm. This is the.
0: This is the way it should be for everybody when you're
1: charging. Yeah, that's what
2: everybody expects. I now
0: know like the EA stations. Which ones are the like? There's one. The one that's next to the to the to to the supermarket. It's always they always say, "Oh, the speed of these stations has been reduced in order to increase in reliability or some BS, (laughs) some nonsense. Yeah, yeah, some nonsense. The ones over by the IHOP. Work a little bit better, but those ones are always busy. Um, and oh, then head on, to
2: the iHop, hop, get some pancakes, pick your choice of syrup, charge your. The car.
0: ones over in uh, Novato or uh, on the in over in Marin, those one those are all three fifties. Those ones all work great, except it's on the other side of the uh, of the bay. But those are also getting busy. They're, the Bay Area has become because they, everyone just keeps buying EVs here. Um, we're starting to see uh, issues like you know when. When uh, like five years ago with Teslas, where people are starting to wait, are having to wait in order to charge their EVs because so many people have EVs. So yeah, that's the, they they're going to need a we're going to need a bigger boat of EV yeah. chargers. <laughs> and the ones down the street from my house, the EV Go ones, it's been like eighteen months. They're all installed now. I keep driving by. Just <laughs> and they're still them. not and they're still not turned on. I was just like, and they have the Ultium, you know how like mm-hmm, EV the Go like, charge. The Ultium mm-hmm. charge, so they all have the little Ultium thing and they're still not available. I'm like, well, that's very just a beginning.
2: giant tease every time you go back. Yeah.
0: They're like the lyric, like, you know, they're out there, but you're just not going to see them. There's, 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 there's some out there somewhere,
1: someone somewhere
0: them. out there somewhere. has a the lyric.
1: So, um, yeah, the, you know, I had a great charging experience with this thing. It was really fast. Um, you know, it, it just, it worked flawlessly, um, Home charging also worked great. Um the you know, the size I like the size of the G V70. You know, it's not too big and you know, and it's it's good for, you know, certainly good for, for adults. You know, if they're not too broad-shouldered, you can fit three in the back. Um, good amount of um cargo space in the back. Like we we went out to the lake with with Daisy, uh, and I put the the paddle board and a couple of beach chairs and assorted other uh detritus that we needed for the lake in the, in the back no problem at all fit fit all that stuff in behind in the cargo area behind the back seat daisy had the uh the back seat to herself with a a, a suitable cover over the uh the nice napa leather because the the GV70 I had had the prestige package on it so it has napa Ooh. leather interior um so that worked out uh worked out really well um the uh the kind of the only The only issue I really had with this thing was uh, for some reason, uh, the Android Auto kept disconnecting. Uh, So I'd be driving along Uh and suddenly Android Auto would just, it's like your phone was unplugged and I'd have to reach down, unplug it and plug it back in, um, which was kind of a pain in the neck. Um, And right as of right now, none of the um, Hyundai Motor Group vehicles have support for wireless android auto or apple carplay you, they all still have to be plugged in by usb cable genesis uh, because hyundai will do it it's so weird it's all over the uh, place the one the ones i've driven all
0: uh you have to be plugged in still yeah i still yeah i've driven some hyundais the hyundais will do it the the, the kias don't okay and it's all based on trim level it's 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 like this it's like this crazy yeah. like a beautiful mind like build like chalkboard <laughs>
2: Beautiful of which ones will do wireless and won't. (laughs) It's
0: it's it's so it's bonkers. Yeah. It's it's it it, yeah. (laughs) So good luck figuring it out. Well anyway, mine mine didn't support wireless
1: charging. Okay. It had it had a wireless charging pad, but it doesn't have wireless smartphone projection. Um and so that that was kind of a pain in the neck. Um, but um, you know, overall, you know, the car is it's really comfortable. um, the base price on the the GV70 EV uh, is sixty five thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. Um, mine with the Prestige package, which adds another six thousand eight hundred dollars. And I'm not I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'd actually spend you nearly know, seven grand on this. Um, but it, you know that gets you NAPA leather seating surfaces, leatherette wrapped upper instrument panel. So you it looks like leather on the top of the dashboard, but it's not uh microfiber suede headliner so that's similar to what was on the seats in your type r nicole Mm -hmm. um the 12.3 inch digital instrument cluster and and this is the i don't know if you've seen this uh digital instrument cluster they have in some of the genesis models it's a 3d display so when you look at it oh it looks like it's three-dimensional
2: but sometimes yeah
1: but yeah, but it only looks that way sometimes.
2: It's I've seen yeah. that. It's You do this like, is it, wait, like you, wanted to, you do want to touch it. Like, I swear I thought that was 3D. Now it's Yeah, it, it looks
1: like it has What's depth happening. to it.
2: Yes, and then sometimes it doesn't. And yes. then
1: sometimes you look at it and it just looks flat. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it's like, and mm-hmm. I can't figure out why. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's no rhyme or reason to when it looks flat versus three-dimensional. <laughs> um, just so, to
2: keep you on your toes.
1: I guess, Yeah. Um, you know, it's got heads-up display, which is nice. It's got the Lexicon premium audio system, active noise control, heated second-row seats, heated steering wheel, uh, and manual rear door shades for for nearly seven grand, which brings the grand total to seventy-four thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. Guesses on delivery charge?
2: Mm. Uh, fourteen ninety-five, which is going to be too high, I'm sure. But that's uh, one dollar.
1: Of course, Robbie gets it again. Yeah.
2: How much was it? Eleven twenty-five. Oh, eleven twenty-five. Yeah.
1: Okay. The the G V seventy EV um has one other advantage over all of the other EVs from the Hyundai Motor Group. It is assembled in Alabama at Hyundai's Ooh. factory in Alabama. Dun, dun, dun. Which so does
2: it get the which discount, means not just counts, rebates?
1: You'll be able you'll be eligible you for money. the seventy five hundred dollar federal tax credit. Dun, because, dun, it, because it is it is manufactured here, is It fi- goes through final assembly here and they get the batteries from SK in Georgia. Um so uh, you know, it's the same, uh, the same 77 kilowatt hour battery pack that's in the Ionic five and the GV 60 and the EV six, um, which like I say is more than adequate. You know, it keeps the weight to a reasonable amount. It's got plenty of performance. Um, it's got a boost button on the steering wheel. Uh, although unlike the GV 60, which has it, I think it's in the, uh, lower right-hand quadrant. There's a button there near the steering wheel hub, excuse me, the, um, The GV70 has it in between the spokes, the the bottom spokes on the steering wheel. Um, And that gets you 10 seconds of maximum performance. Um, So, you know, if you really need to accelerate to to merge onto the highway, you can hit that boost button as you're going down the on-ramp and you'll be right up to speed in no time flat. Uh, But even even without that, it's still plenty quick uh, all the time. So I really like this. I like the way it looks. Um, you know, I like the way it drives. Uh, I was, I was very happy with this car. Um, you know, it's, you know, a little more than I would generally be willing to pay for it a car. It looks so good you though. I love how it looks. Yeah, it does, it does it look is, great. It
2: looks good on the outside. And yeah. the inside. It feels like luxury.
1: Yeah. It feels very premium. You know, everything is really well put together. Um, and it's just, it's very enjoyable to drive. So if you're looking for a premium two row midsize crossover, Um, the GV 70 electrified, uh, is an excellent option that you should be considering. So
2: I like it. I love that car. I think it's great.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, so with that, let's move into some of the stuff that happened this week. Uh, so Nicole, I believe you went to Salt Lake city this week.
2: I did. I went to Salt Lake city to see the new Toyota land cruiser, um, which, I Like, I you know, it's funny. My first impulse when I saw this was like, Yay, Toyota Land Cruiser, this looks great. Um, it's a hybrid now. Um, the, it's their iForce Max hybrid, which is sort of like the more responsive hybrid, which they've got on. When they have the, on the Grand Highlander, I feel like it's somewhere else. Is it on the sequoia? Uh, uh, sequo- yeah,
1: so, so this, this is basically the same system that is on the Tundra and Sequoia because it's you right. Know, per, longitudinal engines rear, rear drive rear, rear four-wheel drive and actually i think it's the exact same powertrain that's gonna be in the tacoma because it's a four-cylinder right
2: right mm-hmm. right um so i mean and weirdly some people are really upset about the hybrid thing i thought that was great i think you know why they're well,
1: upset that it's there or
2: they were upset that that was your only option like it was uh, funny looking know. at the comments there was a significant pushback from people like eh, it's just uh, a hybrid i'm like why? Why? Why would that make um, you mad? It's not like they're making you
3: buy an EV. People just
0: want, it's just people just—they just want to be angry about. They something. want to be it's cranky. Slight, to be it's cranky. different. Yeah. No, my dad had a VA long block. I exactly got two miles per gallon, and every three days you had to adjust the carburetors, and we loved it. it <laughs> was the vapor best. locked whenever the temperature got over seventy oh, it degrees.
1: Vapor, was fine. Oh, I got vapor all fine. locked. Don't so even. I, I think this is <laughs> good. I think
2: it's a good. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a nice entry. I like what they did with it. And I like that it's going to start in the mid-50s. Now, if you saw pictures from the launch or from the reveal, they brought like two out on stage. One was your mid-50. And it was funny as one person from Totem I'm like, that's a good price. I said, but those aren't both. And he's like, no, that's mid-50. That one, most definitely not. So it's like...
1: <laughs> did they say how much that one he is? He did
2: not. He did not. But he wasn't trying to be cagey. He said, we don't have... I don't have the price. I literally don't have the price on that. And he said, just to get the team in charge with pricing to say, can we give them something? They're like, say, starts in mid fifties. Okay. Like <laughs> apparently that was pulling teeth to get that pricing commitment. So, um, yeah, so it's going to start there. And I feel like it's going to, depending on how fancy pants you want to get, it's it's going to have a little bit of a spread, but I, I like it. I think it's a nice change. I think it, you know, it looks, it, I feel like it does a nice job of making this look more modern and making it like it, it takes all these great styling cues from where SUVs are going to look rugged and, but without being, so much like in your face that it's like, i mean I can go off road. I can do this. It's still a nice looking vehicle. Just, you know, sitting on the road. I liked, I liked it. I'm excited to drive this. I'm excited to see it come out. I think people overall, except for the cranky people um, who are cranky about everything are going to be happy with this. What did you guys think looking at this?
1: I I like it. Yeah. And I mean, when you, this is obviously, you know, very much the same vehicle as the Lexus GX that we saw in June. Mm -hmm. Um, but with, with a four-cylinder, excuse me, with a four-cylinder hybrid system instead of the V6 turbo hybrid Mm -hmm. that's in the GX and, you know, obviously a different front fascia. Um, but otherwise, you know, the rest of it is the same. And frankly, I like the front end of this one better than the
0: GX. I love how the front end of this. So 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 here's the question. Do you, do you want the, the round, the round headlights or the rectangular headlights? Which one, which do you prefer? Round. Yeah, it's a round. I don't Round know, is the what only even...
2: answer to that, much like the soft top Miata. Round is the <laughs> Round answer. is the
0: only answer. Because that's the base model is the round. And the mid tier has the rectangular. I mean, the, the don't rectangular... even buy the mid tier. Yeah, just just don't <laughs> it.
2: Well, it, it's you know I think I like the round because it is I love the front end styling, but it's very square. Everything is a little angular and very square. Yeah, you need something so like there's that that panel that looks really cool. Like underneath the headlights, it's like a body panel that's the same color, like body color, little piece right there. It's very square when you put it with the headlights. It's very boxy when you put it with the round headlights. It just looks amazing. Like it, it. I don't know, it does something cool to the front of the car Yeah, it, the round headlights.
0: Yeah, I think it looks better with the round
1: headlights.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Everybody wins round headlights. And did they say when this is going to go on sale?
2: Uh, next spring.
1: Next spring, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. So no, nothing, no, nothing really concrete, just spring. <laughs> so <laughs> we got a little ways to go before we're going to get our hands on this one.
1: So my guess is that the upper grades, you know, that are going to be, you know, with the, the rectangular headlights – it's probably going to be, you know, max out somewhere between 65 and 70 because they've got to slot this in below the GX, which I think is going to be mid seventies, you know, so you don't want too much overlap with the GX.
2: Yeah. I like it. I think it's going to do well. I'm excited to see it.
1: Yeah, no, I think, I think it'll do good. And, and, you know, it's nice to have, you know, a more reasonable sized land cruiser back. Uh, I wish it was just a
0: scooch smaller. Just yeah, a, like
2: the yeah, front think it's too
0: big? So like for a four liter for a four cylinder. I mean, that front is really long. Well, I guess during <laughs> the... if you look at the picture of the <laughs> interior real. of the of the packaging for the engine, like here's the engine. And then there's like almost almost <laughs> like 40 percent of what the engine yeah. takes up of just like stuff.
1: <laughs> well, the, yeah, the engine is mostly back behind the front axle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff but,
1: in front mm, of that engine. Yeah. I mean when you when you look at it in the profile yeah there's you know there's not much front overhang you know which is good you know for something that's purported to be an off-roader you know so this is you know to some degree going to be competing with Wrangler and and Bronco uh you know so you're going to have decent approach angles with this thing um it's not you know I the, I saw the the GX in person you know it's not mm-hmm. this thing's not huge um, you know, it's not small, but it's not huge either. It's it's pretty. I think it's pretty similar in size to a Bronco, yeah, um, uh, or a four door or a four door Wrangler.
0: It's I mean, you, may, you just may cut, maybe cut a little off right longer. there. I mean, it felt a little just bit even right the
2: Wrangler too. It felt a skosh bigger, but then it's got yeah. because the Wrangler has a different <coughs> round, round edges. I mean, yeah. they're still both toasters, but I feel like the the Wrangler's a little rounder.
1: Yeah, just a little bit right there. A bit like, wah, but I, I think during the presentation, I think you know they did show uh images uh you know some teaser images of a couple of other upcoming EVs from Toyota, right? FJ Cruiser. Yeah, one well one baby. of which was the uh what the um not not the FJ Cruiser. I forget what they call it now. Uh it's like the um I just call it the baby the beat cruiser. It's a, it's an electric um you know custom I think it's custom cruiser is what they called okay. it. I miss oh. that. Okay. I missed that it, it's called basically it's like when back in late at the end of twenty one, end of twenty twenty one, when Toyota had a presentation and they showed off like fifteen electric concepts and said this is what we're working on for the next several years. Um one of them was this little FJ Cruiser like um you know,
0: more more like a Bronco Sport sized. Uh, it was small, it was smaller. It was, smaller. It, was yeah. it was a tiny and everyone just kept calling it the baby FJ Cruiser. Right. <laughs> And they, it's like they, Baby Yoda, the ones, but that's not really its name. Yeah, that was one of the ones that, that they showed in, in the presentation.
1: And that was, um, you know, they said that's coming. So, you know, you'll have a, a small electric off-roader from Toyota coming.
0: I'm very excited about that. Yeah. For the all the non off roading I do, which I, you know, it'd be fun to have it, but I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't buy Well, I don't... as
2: long as they don't call it Grogu, I'm okay.
0: <laughs> well, that's his name, okay.
2: Mm-mm, baby Yoda is his name. This Grogu Baby stuff Yoda. It's not even garbage. the same person. <laughs> it, baby Yoda.
0: He's Baby Yoda. <laughs>
2: I'll fight you, Robbie.
0: <laughs> they should, I, 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 I'm, I'm very excited to see when they put the, the uh, plug in hybrid on the Land Cruiser and then it'll go up against the 4xE. 4xE sound like gangbusters. Yeah. This is. And, and the, the idea that you could, like, take your, your Toyota and drive around all quiet, like, in the mountains.
3: All stealthy.
0: All stealthy. You could sneak up on deer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: ah. <laughs>
0: on, on cougars. Well, speaking of plug-in hybrids and
1: at least Toyota hey, in a larger sense, um, they, uh, they finally made an announcement this week about the uh, Lexus RX 450h Plus, um, which is the plug-in hybrid version of the new RX. Um, you know, that, that that's finally coming. Um Yay. last last year when they did the the Rx drive program in mm-hmm. Santa Barbara, they had a European spec. Yeah. Uh four fifty H plus there for us to just do short drives with and you know, tried it out and it was fine. It was pretty uneventful. Uh but they uh uh now America
0: gets that uneventful fun.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we we didn't have we didn't have you know all we could do was like drive around on the roads of the winery. You know, we couldn't right. actually pick yeah. it out we on not the public go roads.
2: Very, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So you know, it's hard. It's hard to tell you know how good it is. But basically, what you've got here is the powertrain from the uh, uh, the Rav Four Prime and the um, and the NX uh, plug-in hybrid. I forget the NX four fifty is it also four fifty H plus whatever. Um, I think so. H is hybrid so, plus is plug-in, yeah. Plus
2: is plug-in, yeah.
1: So two and a half liter four-cylinder, uh, with the electric motor, it's like a little over 300 horsepower, uh, which is actually pretty good, um, because it's all-wheel drive. Um, zero to sixty time in six point two seconds. Again, not too bad. Um, and uh, thirty-five mile um, electric range. So, you know, for for most
0: people think That'll be pretty good. If you if you like the Rav four like the technology in it, but just like just not fancy enough for you, yeah. You just you demand more fancy. Yeah. Then you can demand get the...
2: more fancy. <laughs> if you demand more fancy.
0: more fancy, the Lexus RX four fifty H Plus is your car.
2: That's a lot of. What's the
0: Venza have? Uh, because the it, Venza is just a regular hybrid,
2: an It's just an a regular, regular hybrid.
0: Yeah. yeah, because the Venza is just a really nice. It's just like a, it's like a trim level of the Rav Four, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a less, less, <laughs> it's a it looking Rav Four. But it still just has the hybrid. They haven't they haven't had the plug-in. So now I feel like the our, if they, they need a Venza they quit, Prime. They need the Venza, Venza Prime, <laughs> and that'll be a little bit nicer than the. And but if you really want to go nice, so you have the the Rav Four, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Venza, which is nicer, and then the uh, RX 450h uh, Plus, which is that's that's the that's expert mode when you're uh, yeah when you're going for fanciness. So Uh-oh. so the, the RX
1: the is <laughs> Yeah, the the RX is going to start at seventy thousand eighty dollars. Again, kind of a strange price, seventy thousand and
0: eighty. Why 80. not just what's going on? Seventy thousand. Oh 000? no, that that you includes that that includes oh. delivery processing oh, and yes. handling fee. You're right. Okay. So they're putting everything in there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So they're kind of—they're not trying to trick you. It's like it's sixty-five thousand dollars, <laughs> and it's four, $4 thousand
2: dollars <laughs> to get all the things you need on it. Spend an extra five grand. Yeah.
1: And it'll be available in the U.S. by the end of the year. So dun, dun, there's
0: dun. that. Woo-hoo. It's gonna be a Lexus December to remember, people.
2: Oh yeah. What about Toyotathon? When is Toyotathon?
0: Toyotathon.
2: Is that summer? Is, is Toyotathon summer? I think I think, I
1: think, yeah, I think Toyotathon is summer. It's like it's usually like August. You know, it's yeah, it's the end of the traditional model year when they're trying to get rid of all Let's the the, the current hard. model year stuff before the yeah, before the I'm new stuff shows that. up. But yeah. but now stuff shows up. and watches launches well, all year this round. This is
2: last year. Last year it was November fourteenth to January third.
0: Wow, in the summer. Oh, no, I maybe. Mean, oh, you know, because they had problems making cars though. Oh, maybe so they just didn't have could, anything to sell they it. Could to it waited, last year. They could wait along a while.
2: This yeah. is last year's Toyota-thon. Apparently this year's toyota has not been announced
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm just
2: seeing last year's Toyota. It thon. just moves
0: around. It's like you know one of those what? holidays.
1: So, so it's whenever wait. they have some extra stock of cars that they need to move.
0: Yeah, it's like a pope. Like they'll like, oh, oh, the, the the white smoke's coming out. It's time, the white for smoke comes out. time for Toyota. Time <laughs>
2: for Toyota. <laughs> we have chosen the dates. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lex
0: is stuck with the December to remember. They're like December.
2: There's nothing to do. They don't get any white smoke. Suck it <laughs> up. They're like, we
0: know it's going to be in December to remember. <laughs> uh, Happy Honda days, everybody. <laughs> Happy
1: Honda days. So, so one <laughs> one important thing about the last couple of things we talked about, these are all SUVs and crossovers, mm-hmm. and apparently we are poisoning the rest of the world with our we
2: have with it's our like passion a for utility vehicles. Slowly across it's, the yeah boat. yeah.
1: So now Volvo oh, has sorry. decided to stop selling the their sedans and station wagons in the UK. So no Sorry, more S60s, see, yeah. V60s, or V90s available to British car buyers. Um, all you can get is XC's now from Volvo in the UK, which is. So,
0: think I mean, this is why there's no, there's not going to be another Honda E in the UK because they're they're yeah. Honda for EVs. They're going to be focused on SUVs. Yep. We've ruined the world with uh, our lifted with our lifted hatchbacks. That's all. And most of your SUVs are people. They're lifted hatchbacks. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: Pretty I own much. I own a Hyundai Kona electric lifted hatchback. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not really an SUV. It's not really. I'm like I'm not going off road into that thing. It's yeah. just I'm sitting to tire in my lifted hatchback. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so XC is only in uh, in the UK from Volvo now, which sad. So I love can, that V60 so yeah. much. Get the V60 while you still can.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That,
1: that is that is the best Volvo. It, it is. It really looks, is. Like yeah, it best? looks great. It looks. The, the, yeah. the V90 is great, but I mean, for me at least, it's, it's a little too big. It's a little too big. A little too big. That's the a family car. Yeah, the V60
0: is just the right size. Yeah. The V90 is the family car. That's, yeah. you know. That's that's the Griswolds. That's the the very fancy. The Griswolds. the the, the, the instead of a food additive scientist, he's an architect. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know too much about the Griswolds. Way too
1: much. Wow. Pretty. Okay. <laughs> uh, another car that will no longer be available for sale, at least here in the U.S., is the Mazda MX Thirty. Surprise
2: shocked i tell you shocked shocked the last,
1: um, amazingly enough the last time i was in la i did see a second one in the wild that's the second time i've seen yeah. one on the road
0: in los angeles in the los angeles area i don't the, i don't
2: know my, that i ever saw one other than the one that I, I i've, I've seen, seen
0: there's one or two around here but of course bay area yeah. so where, where i live so it
2: makes sense that you would have some yeah
0: yeah there would be one it's again i like that, that other than the fact that the eventually the 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 cork is just gonna get all gross. (laughs) It looks That worries me. It looks so good, but all I can think of is like It's gonna get gross.
2: Destroy the center console by accident when it's just like, you know, plastic. (laughs) Like, oh God, got crumbs in what's gonna happen when it's cork?
0: If they had just given the chassis people, I don't know, three more days, it would have been
2: (laughs) Three more days, guys. No, we're announcing it now.
0: (laughs) And the chassis guys are like, Hey do you want us do you want us to we work on that. They're like, nah, man. We got other cars that we're going to actually sell. You go over there and you make those cars awesome. You do
2: other but stuff. We're just we're gonna, taking you off this We're just going to send no. them
0: into the wild. Enjoy. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. And then we all got it, and we're like, this doesn't drive like a Mazda at all.
2: This does not feel Mazda so, e. Nice,
1: so Mazda Mazda. So, so what the the other thing that that means is that we won't be getting the MX thirty plug in hybrid here, uh, even though that one is available in Europe now, um, which is the return of the rotary, the, the Wankel rotary. So, not here not going to be coming here
0: nope. dun, dun, dun. Uh, I had a friend who used to work for Mazda and he worked for he works for Lucid now um, ooh. and he would he would tell me all these great things about the rotary engine he's like well don't but, but then he'd always like preface it with things like it wasn't good at it. he's like well it's not good for this but it's really good for this other thing <laughs> i was like oh, <laughs> okay you're not selling this to me
1: <laughs> um See Autocar uh, also reported on a, uh, a new VW badge that was recently, uh, trademarked. Uh, it's a, it's a new variant of the GTI badge that replaces the eye with a lightning bolt, which kind of implies that maybe we might be getting an electric GTI
0: coming soon. Yeah. Electric e-golf, the best electric VW. Right yeah, now. definitely. The Sorry. e-golf was great. ID four cool. is fine. It's kind of boring. Um, I don't think I've driven the ID No, I haven't driven any other. Oh um well, I mean I love the bus, but the the, the 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 e-golf sort of the you know, you get that fun golf fun in a car. It's all about the
1: flavor, people. Yep. <laughs> so perhaps when the uh the next generation golf arrives, you know, we might we might see it and actually who knows, maybe maybe they will drop ID three and repl- just to bring back e-golf. You know,
0: as the replacement yeah. for it. Or and, just golf and just make it electric. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean you don't even know. And to call a lot a of e. most golf carts are electric anyway at this point. Come on, people.
2: <laughs> right there.
0: Why do I have to do all the work for Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: this is way better than a cart. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is
2: significantly better. You can't <laughs> I will give you when someone takes a, like, than a, a golf cart, f- that needs to be the tagline in everything. Better pricing. than a golf <laughs> cart. Like
0: when someone takes a really hard left turn, you don't fly out of the passenger seat by Whee! accident. Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> All of this in the marketing materials. Are you listening, Volkswagen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All free for you. Just take it. Free, right? free for uh, the taking.
2: All
1: right. Uh, the other night, Fisker did a live YouTube stream uh, where they. It was, I think they called it their product vision presentation or something like that. And they showed off a bunch of new stuff.
0: It was way more than any. I don't think I didn't. Yeah. I was like, oh, Fisker's having a thing, whatever. <laughs> yeah and then like it was like fiskers having a thing you're like oh no oh gosh oh
1: wow like, okay <laughs> and they showed off a bunch of stuff some of which might even eventually make it to production if they can yeah. if they can start delivering the ocean in any significant yeah. volume have
2: they have
3: they, deli- they have delivered they some have oceans, they've delivered some right? oceans yes.
1: they've delivered some oceans in europe i don't did they're he not, say they're did they're he say the if they've delivered
3: here. In, i think they have Houston, a few just,
1: here
0: not very many yeah.
3: like 12 oh, sh- or Googling. something
0: or yeah or-
1: um I mean, they have apparently been having. They've a lot almost met MX issues.
0: Thirty, thirty. Well, yeah, that's everyone. Wait, yeah.
2: this says Long awaited Fisker Ocean hits the road. U.S. deliveries begin June twenty oh, yeah. third.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they have. There's well, been no. some. Yeah, but <laughs> I think
2: twenty two deliveries. A, yeah, twenty two. Okay. There we go. According to this June twenty third announcement,
1: I think, I think They're, that's I think that's more than. Than the number of Hummers that GM delivered in the second quarter.
0: So, well, there you go, <laughs> so go the new guy. Well, not new, but the new company from the yeah. guy who's not new. <laughs> the so, not-
1: <laughs> so they you know they they started off the presentation with the uh, the Ocean E Force, which you know of course you know if you're going to do a crossover you know in 2023 and beyond you have to have an off roady sort of version of whatever you're selling you know like Ford's got the Explorer Timberline and. Um Nissan's got the what is it? The um oh something. I <laughs> they've got an off roady version of the Pathfinder.
0: Pathfinder Trailhead.
1: No. Uh, what? Trail Where did Creek? that come
2: Is it Trail Creek?
1: Trail Creek. Something like that. It's Pathfinder something. Anyway, or every everybody's got, you know, versions of their crossovers with you know bigger off-road tires on them and presumably some Something rock creek some, rock creek rock creek edition. You're right. There we go. <laughs> I had to find and, it <laughs> and, so, and some stuff that, uh, you know, to some software tweaks to hopefully make it work a little better off road. So Fisker showed the ocean e force, which is their off road version of the ocean. Yeah, okay. Um, Fine. then, hey, then, it then, then <laughs> the interesting stuff started. Um, they started off with the Ronin, which is um, a convertible uh, for. Well, he said it's a five seater. You know, I
0: don't know how it actually say fit three people in the back seat. Uh, but it's you, know, you it's and like, your three model friends, and yes. then you're it's you, tiny your tiny one regular back. size friend, <laughs> and your three model
1: friends.
2: Oh, your teeny tiny friends.
0: <laughs>
1: um. So there, there's that. That's coming in at least so far, supposedly in late 2025. Um, and it's supposed to have a three motor thousand horsepower drivetrain. Gee, I wonder where they got those specs from um, and uh, and have a 600 mile range thanks to some sort of integrated battery pack. Um, mm. And I'm trying to find out more information about that. And I'll let you know if I find anything out. Um, then came the Fisker pair, which they've been talking about for a while.
2: What's been? You've been talking about that for ages now. Uh, I yeah. feel like that's like news I heard a while ago.
1: So this is supposed to be the cheap Fisker and I it's supposed to have a starting price of $29,900. Okay. So this is smaller in the ocean. You know, it's, it's a car. It's not a crossover. I think they called it a crossover. It's not a crossover. It's a, it's a car, but it's not really a hatchback. It's kind of a wagon because it doesn't have like a, it doesn't have just a hatch. Liftgate. It has like a. Yeah, the, I, It just the, seems like it's. <laughs> the window. I'm
2: sorry. What is that again, rear, Robbie?
1: The, what does it have? What's. It does okay. this. Yeah, the rear really- window slides down into the what would be the the tailgate. Bumper. And then well, the tailgate slide and the window slide <coughs> down into the bumper, into the rear bumper. Yeah. So you don't have anything sticking out. You know, if, you, if you're in tight spaces, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about ever.
0: You have know, to lift it
1: up and and having it hit a low ceiling or anything like that. I'm trying to. Um, did
2: they show this in action? Is there video? They, they did. I need yeah. to see this now. I'll, I'm trying to.
1: Well, I'll, I'll find it and and uh, and I'll just in, keep making that noise
0: and everyone can just imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and,
2: I, I was um, like, this sounds interesting. I saw Robbie's hand gesture slash sounds like. Well, now I got to see what this looks like.
0: But there, you know,
1: they yeah they yeah this was clearly a very fir- a very early prototype that they were showing. Because uh, the pair was originally supposed to date, you know, come to market like by the end of this year, by the end of 2023. Mm-hmm. Now it's more like uh, what mid or late 2024. First
2: deliveries in 2025, it says. Yes, you're right. Yes. Yeah, we expect yeah. to begin first deliveries Early, in 2025. Yeah,
1: mid, mid 2025. Yeah. And this is the car that's supposed to be built by Foxconn in Lordstown, Ohio
0: this this is this is so this
2: many is things reason.
0: going so much to unpack from that statement
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes you start Robbie
0: <laughs> So Foxtown's a boondogger they got the factory from GM because GM closed the factory Trump lost his well, they mind. got it from, so they, they essentially it from Lordstown just down motors yeah so they just so well oh sorry wait Lordstown got it from GM. Because Trump yelled at GM about it, and GM was like, "Fine, here. In fact, here's some money. Take our factory." Lordstown, went, Lordstown's a boondoggle. That's just a big scam. as far as yeah, I. I love
2: could... that word, boondoggle. Boondoggle. I'm so I, happy you said it. Like I'm just going to keep saying boondoggle. it because I know
0: how much you would love it. 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 Um, what do you
2: think? What do you think Lordstown is again, Robbie?
0: A boondoggle. So oh, then nice. now they they can't do anything because they don't even have stuff. Really, to be honest, <laughs> I think they made like five car, five trucks. Um, sad. So now they're Now, Foxconn is coming in, and they're using it to build—and Foxconn was supposed to build a factory in Wisconsin at some point? They were going to build a TV factory in Wisconsin, yeah. And then that just fell apart. Now Wisconsin really hates them. So they're going over to Ohio. Uh, Foxconn are the people who used to make your iPhone. And so they're sort of a manufacturer. They're like Magna, but for, like, electronics— and so now they're going to get into making vehicles and they're going to be making apparently this vehicle at the Lord's
1: factory. Because the day after Maybe. this, the day after this event, Henrik Fisker told somebody that, yeah, we're the Foxconn deal's not finalized yet. We're, you know, <gasps> we're still working really? on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, who I knows who's going
0: to make it? Magna should just open another factory as yeah. outside of their Austria fact, production because I feel like they could make so much money on all these EV startups because they had to get paid to make the car they make cars i mean they make the g wagon they make the supra they make and they've been doing it for decades yeah, they know what they're and doing.
1: And they make most of the parts that go in the
0: cars. Yeah, and so they like if you're, like, this is, like, the genius of of uh, of, of, of Fisker is that he didn't build a factory. He didn't, like, oh, let's go out, like, right. let's go out and build a factory or, or, or you know, Lordstown, let's go buy this factory. He's like, uh, you know, these people know how to build cars.
2: <laughs> let's have the people who know how to build cars build let's us in cars.
0: How about we just give them let's all the bits smart. and tell them, hey, go build this car for us. And they're like, man, we'll build your car. we we'll make G-Wagons. We can do whatever we want. <laughs>
2: And it's so surreal, when you get there, and you see, like you see them rolling, you're like, "There's some Fiskers and like a small fleet of G wagons." You're like, "Who owns this place?" It's very Who's weird.
0: That? You know, what press? Come on,
1: come over here. What Magna should do is they should just go to Foxconn and say, "Look, we know you don't know what you're doing." Here's
2: just here's here's here's
1: four hundred million dollars. You know, you paid two hundred and seventy to Lordstown that they set on fire uh, for this factory, and. We'll, you know, we'll give you a little return on your investment. Here's four hundred. Just go away. We'll take away. it over. Just we'll do it.
0: We got no. this. Yeah, because real. they want. Because, and that'd be great for for because now the vehicles that they're building here in the United States now they qualified for the um, for the the tax credits because you know if these vehicles the Magna factories in Austria. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. There's no there's no tax credit for that. Right. Unless so. you live in Austria, I guess. I don't know what the Austrian. Um, tax uh, situation is <laughs> the,
1: well yeah i mean there you, you can get incent- in europe you know european customers can get various incentives mm-hmm. um on the on the ocean but but not here um so there are some really interesting design features about this we talked about the the rear hatch like <clears throat> opening remember just yeah. in your eyes mind's eye <clears throat> it's got it, it's kind of like a double window going down
0: yeah the window goes down into the car truck. and driver go to car drivers article about this event they have a gif of it oh perfect in action there we Going go now. i will include there that. we go all right and then the front for the
1: frunk it's supposed to be like a drawer that opens up they didn't actually show that because and i don't think it's actually functional on the prototype that they had but it's supposed to open up like a drawer which is kind of kind of interesting but then inside you know they, they put a lot of emphasis on, you know, where can we cut costs that it's not, you know, hopefully not going to be an impact, you know, for the people in the car. So things like the the armrests, you know, normally you get into a car with four doors. There's an armrest on each door. Each one of them is a completely unique part and they are not interchangeable with each other. On this one, they've designed it so that it's all completely symmetrical. And you can take the armrest and put it on any of the four doors. So you have one part, one part number. You know, so they 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 Henrik said that they reduced the parts count by like thirty five percent on this car. Wow, um, pretty impressive. Um, I'm
2: currently just being fascinated by the tailgate. Are <laughs> you
0: watching
1: it. Thing.
2: I'm watching it on the it's, it's like the, the bottom part goes up really slowly it's like mm. oh yeah it's
0: definitely,
2: that, definitely this, definitely this is a
1: pretty this pretty like a, proto- really like a prototype part. but then
2: when the glass part goes up it's like Bloop, like get out of the way yeah. like the glass is really really fast zip and the glass part Someone's getting their,
0: their arms stuck in that they gotta make sure so, that like, doesn't so happen like, z- I'm getting. When I say someone, I'm going to get my arm stuck in that because I'm going to hit it and I'm like, "Oh, I got to get this thing out of the truck." And I'm going to reach in. Someone (laughs) would. I'm going to guillotine my hand off. I'm going to look.
1: Skywalker.
2: Well, there was a pair. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh,
1: Another interesting design detail on this thing is that you can get it with a front bench seat. So you have six people can, in the car. You can have six people. It's a split bench. So it's like one third for the driver and two thirds, you know, that slides back and forth separately from the driver's seat. Hmm. Uh, but you can fit three people across, you know, or at least three, again, slim people. Uh, you know, I don't know if, you know, Robbie and I and, and somebody else our size could fit comfortably in there. Yeah, but, um, you know, at least nominally three people across. So six six seater, um, which is
0: kind of kind of interesting. Um, you know, but well, I'm going little... to, I'm going to say that this is awesome for, especially when you're, uh, when you're like, when you're young, my, my girlfriend had a Mazda 3500 B 3500. Is that our twenty five hundred? Anyway, she had the truck. She had the little yeah. pickup okay. and yeah. had a bench seat and somewhere we were driving. She could sit right next to me. I could put my arm around her and drive and then have to move my arm and shift gears and then drive with <laughs> it's kind of nice. And there's a whole cake song about, uh, driving around in your Malibu. <laughs> and have it because it has a bench seat and they can see your girlfriend or your, your boyfriend or whoever can sit Aww. right next to you while you're driving. So there's that. You can put your arm around your, your, your partner or whoever you're dating um, in the, with a the bench seat while you're driving. So that's nice. So that's
2: the whole reason <laughs> to buy it right there. That's it. That's the whole
0: reason. Uh, that's the whole reason. If you – yeah. If you love love, <laughs> get the fence <laughs> skirt there love with love? a bench seat in the front. So – so, if and when this thing gets
1: built, um, <laughs>
2: confidently somewhere
1: in North America, maybe in Ohio, maybe somewhere else. Who knows? Um, It's supposed to start at just under thirty thousand dollars. You know, and they you know they made a big deal, but you know, with the tax incentive, you know, the tax credit seventy five hundred dollars or twenty twenty two thousand two hundred or twenty two thousand five hundred dollars, I should say. Yeah. Um, So, that, pretty good deal. Uh, yeah. If it works, a, if it works out. Yeah. If they mm-hmm. if they manage to you know, figure out where to build it, then yeah, it should be a, should be a bargain and, you know, it'd be nice to have something this size, you know, that's, that's that affordable. Uh, they didn't say anything at all about range. Uh, so I'm guessing it's probably going to be somewhere around 200 miles, you know, at that price point.
0: Uh, but again, that's fine for, for the vast majority of people. I can't remember the last time right. our car got down to a hundred miles. Yeah, <laughs> our EV. It's got 250 something. And I can't remember the last time, it like we got it down to a hundred yeah, of range left over the course of a day. Um, all right, and then after they were done talking
1: about the pair, and you know, Henrik likes to talk. Um, he likes to promote his stuff.
0: <laughs> I've interviewed Henrik. He does yeah, love so to loud. talk. <laughs> he's
1: he's he's a he's a great person to interview. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, he's great. He's not, not like he you got to drag information out of him.
0: Oh no, if you ask uh, one question, twenty minutes later, you're like, oh, what was my next question? <laughs>
1: Uh, so anyway, um, the, the the next thing that they um, they they had, you know, a, a one more thing kind of thing. You know, the 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 other guy who was on stage with him, I can't remember who he was, um, some some Fisker executive. Um, and, uh, you know, he was trying to or at least, you know, making like he was trying to wrap up the show. Obviously, they weren't. You know, it was all a shtick. Uh, but, you know, Henrik came back on and said, oh, we got one more thing. We got to show up. And that was the Atlas. No, Alaska. Alaska. Sorry.
2: I'm like, Atlas. Wait a minute. That's Volkswagen's going to be <laughs> really is that angry.
0: Volkswagen like, whoa, 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 buddy.
2: <laughs> Hold up there, Henrik.
0: <laughs> Hold up there, Henrik. Uh, uh, the, the Fisker,
1: Alaska. Yes. Uh, which is a pickup truck based on yeah. the ocean. Shock, shock, shocking one there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, some, again, some interesting design details there. Uh, you know, it looks like it's. Yeah, you know a little bit smaller than a rivian um and maybe a little bit bigger than a
0: santa cruz or maverick it's the return of the subaru brat that's what i'm gonna tell you but throw some it jump is... seats in the back boom oh. done
2: i'm looking at the, a picture of the interior did you guys see this the interior that looks like it has a drink on it that's the size
0: oh they talked oh, about yes. how they have like, like have a
2: giant... cooler it's gigantic yes you, would ha- you couldn't pick that up and drive. you just have to have a giant straw just directly from that <laughs> all the way, like, in your to face. your shirt, like a microphone, and then you could just lean over. What are those Camelback the things? Is that the one?
0: Oh, yeah, the talking? Camelback.
2: It would have to be that because you could never pick that up without two hands.
0: you got to call somebody. That's why you need that bench seat. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so so someone a- could just hold well, ex- a
2: drink for you and hand well, it except to you? you don't.
1: Yeah. you don't get the bench in the Alaska, though. It's, oh, you know, it's you, got, you, know, you gotta have you gotta have a console there to hold this enormous, you know, oh, like yeah. a gallon it, water bottle. It's
2: huge. It's like a gallon of milk, but it's a water bottle shoved in, in there. In the video,
0: he's like, "Look what you can do," and I'm like, "That's such a weird flex." Okay, yeah, yeah sure. I'm
2: like, "Okay, do you need that much water?" I mean, I appreciate you getting your. Yeah, you want to stay hydrated. Eight ounce glass. You'll stay no, hydrated in this. You'll visit every rest stop on your trip too. If you're drinking like that. everyone's too
0: hydrated nowadays. Nowadays, you, overhydrated. Y'all you need to settle down.
2: Y'all <laughs> need to settle down, people. You don't need all that water.
0: <laughs> so, um, you know,
1: one of the things that they, they talked about at the beginning of this thing was Henrik talked about how every Fisker has to have at least four unique features that you can't find anywhere else on any other product. What and are four so unique for for the for the Alaska, this ridiculous cup holder was one of the four unique features
2: that what else was a unique feature? What are the four? Other-
1: uh, let's see. There's a tray that slides out on the passenger side of the dashboard, you know, that is like a tablet holder. You know? And yeah. so you've, you've got tray. the big center okay. screen. So it's got the same rotating center screen. Oh, I see the ocean. Like a
2: little thing propped on it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and then the you know, the um, you can the pop up your own stuff. screen there um the the tailgate so um he mm-hmm. he talked about how the alaska is going to be the lightest electric pickup truck on the market um which you know if it's that's if, a i you know, mean that's that's not tough
2: i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. how hard is it to, like there's they, they all it's, weigh it's like based, they,
1: based on the ocean you know so you know they should be able to get it you know somewhere in the you know fifty five pound range probably
2: yeah, uh, if it's a which,
0: compact to mid-sized vehicle, I mean everything yeah. is mid-sized and up. So that's not that's like yeah. eh, I, I put the smallest penny out there in the right? world. Yeah. Next to oh. all the nickels. You're like, okay.
2: It <laughs> weighs less than your yeah. yeah your
0: nickels, is. yeah. And it, you
1: know, it it has a mid-gate like the Silverado EV, except that unlike the Silverado EV where the mid-gate folds down, this is the same mechanism that they're using on the back of the pair. So it actually the window drops down and then the the gate drops down and goes somewhere under the cab. Although, you know, with it's not Mystery entirely, spot. it's not entirely clear how that works with the battery down there as well. Um, you know, they didn't really show us those details, uh, but you can fold down the back seat. So with the, with the mid gate closed, the bed is four and a half feet long, which is the same length as uh, a Santa Cruz or a Maverick um, or the Rivian for that matter. Uh, and with it, down and the seats folded down you can and the tailgate up you can have up to seven and a half feet and then it's with the nice. tailgate with the tailgate down it's you know up to nine and a half feet so that's actually pretty good
0: for a truck this size you know having, and when the when the seats fold it down it's flat compared yeah. to the bed because i was watching that i'm like if it like folds down and there's like a bump or something I'm like oh you blew it dude yeah no nope, flat with the bed Yep. So nice, nicely
1: done. So some, some, some nice details on there. And again, this is based on the ocean. Um, and they said that this should be coming out by Q4 of 2024. Um, so given that it's based on an existing vehicle, uh, if they can get all their software issues worked out, this one might actually show up, you know, somewhere in that timeframe.
2: Okay.
0: So, Looks cool. See. Sure. We'll Built by Magna, so you know, you know yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> Again, you're like, oh, "That's well, no, I guess this one would be built by Foxconn if it's built on the same platform. That platform would be well, built at Ohio. Well, n- no, but th- this one I
1: think will be built by Magna.
0: Okay, go there, because it is, it is the ocean. And oh, the Magna ocean does. Ocean. I'm sorry, not yeah. the pair. Right, it's such weird naming. <laughs> <laughs> Ronin, <laughs> Ocean, Alaska. Yeah, they're kind pear. of all over the place. In most carp companies, it's all over the place, to be honest. So. Well,
1: PAR pe- is actually an acronym. Yeah, know? it's like people eat. Per- per- personal all Rice. I don't remember what it was. No, it's per- personal Electric Automotive Revolution.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: OK, elect- I, but I like let's, yours
0: better. Let's 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 slow down there. <laughs> okay,
2: elect- It's like Epcot, the environmental prototype community of tomorrow. And all no everyone remembers is Epcot. No one's going to know what <laughs> PEARS stands for. Yeah.
0: OK, people eat all the rice. What, oh, I can so, get some rice so what do you after this. <laughs> what, what do you what do you
1: put the odds of the pear and the Rona never showing up? Oh, mm. you know tomorrow what?
2: It's a stupid expensive one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, the Ronin's gonna take a while. I don't mm-hmm. think. Wait, let's 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 not hold our breaths on the Ronin. Yeah, yeah, I
2: wouldn't. The yeah. pair
0: yeah. was Foxconn, There's gonna be issues. Foxconn. I just feel like there's gonna you be think? delays. Yeah, I say like there's gonna be delays. The Alaska though, I feel like Alaska's gonna make it to market.
2: Alaska could happen. I'm hundred percent with you. Alaska, yes. Ronin. Sh- they, pear- they,
0: they've given themselves enough like runway. That it doesn't, that it's, you know, they can say, oh, it'll be next year. It'll be next year. You I just feel like it's the,
2: coming forever.
0: Yeah. I just feel like the pair is, is the one that's going to have the most trouble just because, again, the Foxconn Lordstown. I feel like it's just, that's the curse factory at this point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like you're going
0: to walk in and beams are going to fall and like barely miss people. They're going to have to bring a young priest They're and an spare, old priest like, woo, in. <laughs> like
2: little sounds in the background.
0: Yeah. There's, there's woo, so like poltergeist.
2: The mansion, the soundtrack from the Haunted Mansion plays. This
0: starts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so, so not, not, uh, not feeling too confident on the pair Then I think. <laughs>
0: I mean I think it'll eventually make it. I just think it's going to be long. It's going to take longer than they anticipate just because they're working with this again Foxconn who makes, you know, they're great at making iPhones, but an iPhone and a car are not the same thing. No.
2: Not the same thing. Like my
0: iPhone doesn't have wheels. See?
2: <laughs> you well, my <laughs> this iPhone is for the one person watching the feed. About.
0: <laughs> my iPhone doesn't have wheels. <laughs>
2: Does No, mine does. I don't know what down market iPhone you bought, Robbie. But... I'm
0: I'm very I'm 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 notoriously cheap. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, all right. Um,
1: finally, um, I went to uh, lunch on Friday uh, with for a preview of the 2023 Detroit Concours d'Elegance, um, which <laughs> was uh, the the show was acquired a couple of years ago by Haggerty um and last is. year yeah they bought they bought all the concourse um and last year 2022 they moved the show from the inn at st john's in plymouth michigan to downtown detroit to uh the detroit institute of arts uh the grounds around the the dia um and um uh they they wanted to get it closer to the people to the people of detroit um and so you know this year they uh, still doing it at the DIA. Doing a few changes last year. One of the new things that they added was a ride and drive program. They brought a whole bunch of vehicles from uh, Haggerty's uh, Heritage Fleet. You know, because we talked about this in the in the distant past. Uh, Haggerty's got a bunch of cool old vehicles because the way they operate is um, a, as an insurance company focused on the classic car market. Is the the policies that they do. You know, you can get an insurance policy from them where there's a, a guaranteed price um, for, you know, to, to cover, you know, that they will cover your car for. And if you decide, you know, if you need to make a claim and you decide, you know, that you want to just take the money, they will buy the car from you for that price. And then they have a program up at their headquarters in Traverse City, Michigan where they do training, you know, for apprentices, you know, for car restoration and, and repair. And so they have a bunch of old vehicles that they've acquired over the years that they have fixed up, um, including there's a 1968 uh, Shelby GT500 that they have. Ooh. They have a 71 Ford Bronco, um, both of which I've driven, um, and a bunch of others. And so they, they take these around to various events, oh uh hold on that uh uh-huh. yeah i had some audio coming through from uh one of our listeners uh but uh i just think I, I think i muted him uh anyway um they're doing the, the last year they did the ride and drive at uh comerica park which is mm, about 10 minutes walk south of the dia it's still in midtown detroit uh, but they, you know, it was kind of at a distance. So this year they're kind of consolidating everything right around the DIA to make it more convenient for people. So that'll help, I think. Uh, and hopefully the, the weather will be good. Um, this year, um, every year the, the, the concourse has had a special honoree and it's in the past, it's always been an individual. Uh, like last year, it was Ed Welburn, the former uh, head of uh, design at general motors. And, um, this year they've decided to honor powered by Detroit, the honoring the people who put the world on wheels. So the work the workers of Detroit Auto Factories. Um, which will be interesting because um the the show is uh February twenty second and twenty-third, which is about a week after the UAW contracts expire at GM <laughs> oh. Detroit and Stellantis. Oh, I better and hope that works there, out. Yeah, there, there's weird. a <laughs> there's a very oh, yeah. high probability that at least one of those manufacturers will be in the midst of a strike uh, when the what? concourse is happening. Oh. Well, actually it turns out the Detroit auto show media day is the day before the contract expires. Um, and oh, well, the day before oh it's yeah.
0: day. that way we have some and, more to do.
1: And the contract oh, expires, you know, right before the, um, uh, the, the, um, Charity fundraiser, the char- the black tie charity fundraiser at the auto show, uh, and so it could be going. You could see uh, UAW pickets, you know, picketing out in front of Huntington Place show. as people oh, no. as people are cool. open to the public. So that could be interesting. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm got excited a, for drama. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yay, bring it!
1: They've got a bunch of special groups that they're honoring this year. They've got the 120th anniversary of Buick. Um, 57 Heaven, so cars from 1957, Mopar Magic, 1960s Ferraris, Radwood Detroit, uh, because Radwood uh, is going to be here in Detroit the week before um, the Concours. Because they bought
0: Radwood as well.
1: Yeah. Um, Japanese Classics, um, 75th anniversary of Porsche, uh, celebrity uh, cars owned or driven by celebrities, uh, 60th anniversary of Lamborghini, and 60th anniversary of McLaren. Uh, this so. sounds so
0: much better than the Pebble concourse, by the way, the other guns, because the Pebble, like it's all it's there's no Japanese cars like they're like Acura has like a few or Lexus has like a few mm. cars that they bring in every year now. But there's like it's yeah, it's it's all just old white people cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah the, and this is one of the things about the, the concourse here in Detroit. They've always had some unusual classes like they they usually have a class for drag racers um one year they had a class for classic rally
0: cars oh uh, see this sounds way better than why am i going to pebble yeah boo pebble uh, a
2: couple of years fun. ago you know they had the will.
0: the wedge
1: class um so they oh, had geez. they had uh like you know my friend richard truett brought his one is one of his triumph tr8s uh there was uh, a Lancia Stratos, um a Lamborghini Countach, you know, and a, um a, a Lotus Esprit, and a bunch of other wedge cars. So it, they always get some unusual stuff here.
0: Yeah, see, that's the
1: and Sounds also so much better. One one last thing, usually the Concours is on Sunday and they have other events going on on Saturday, the Saturday before. Um, this year they're moving it to Friday and saturday uh because the sunday is the beginning of yom kippur so it'll be friday september uh, 22nd and saturday september 23rd at the cool. dia right so if you're in the detroit area go down go downtown and check out the
0: uh the concourse it's, it's that, sounds, again, that sounds again
2: actually sounds way
0: cool. cooler than the, the 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 pebble like they have they have like a caviar booth yeah just so much more <laughs> than I am. How
2: long are you at Pebble? How long is that trip for you?
0: So, the Monterey week starts on Thursday and ends on Sunday. So, I'll be there Thursday for some events. Then, Friday is Quail, which which is kind of where all the news really comes from.
2: Right.
0: And then, Saturday is usually track day. Um, but I have to come back and do a show. My band, one of my bands of oh, the show. Oh, so, you can't go to the,
1: the oh, um, no. motorsports
0: reunion? So I might go in the – if anything in the morning I can do, but then oh. I have to leave, drive back, go to Alameda, do a show, turn around, oh, go goodness. back, get up the next morning and then go to the concourse, That's which a is a lot of just really old. Like here's a DeSoto. I'm like, oh, cool. It's <laughs> the cars. That's the problem is like I've seen 95 percent of the cars that are there are always there. Yeah. And they're all flown in. And, you know, so it's, it's a, it's, yeah, it's very, it's, it, I'm a very simple person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want
2: no fancy caviar and all that yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, I will eat some cereal after this podcast.
2: <laughs> you were eating toast when it started. I had so to, yeah, so yeah, I'll have some to toast. toast. Seems pretty on track. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I, yeah, I, I yeah. I, so it, it is, it is far fancier than I will ever be. yeah i don't know if unfortunately is the word but it's just say it's it's far fancier than i am so at some point i'm like oh these are cool because i get to look at these cool cars but at the same time like oh i've already seen these cool cars like 70 times yeah
1: and we have a bunch of those cars too i mean we have brassier cars yeah you know uh, once
0: you see one
1: yeah
0: once you see one DeSoto, you've seen them all (laughs) pretty much Sorry, DeSoto. It's, it's the other groups that always draw me to the – It is. Ones. It is the other, the other groups, which I wish there was more of at Pebble. It Pebble just needs to diversify. diversify. Yeah. All more right. so than anywhere else.
1: <laughs> so that's it for the news stuff. Um, and then we have one listener question this week from Ed, which came in via email, and you can send those to feedback at wheelbearings.media. Um, you can also uh, – Send us, you know, if you want to record your questions and send us the audio, we'll include that in the show. Um, so, anyway, Ed asks, uh, says, Thanks for answering my long question earlier about CCS versus NACS connector. It was wonderfully explained. Well, we try, we do what we can. Um, question you one must, You must answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all contributed to it. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, question <laughs> one from Ed this week it says, I often see Michigan manufacturer license plates in California. Are these test vehicles being driven by the engineers working on them? Do the vehicles you test drive have these types of plates? Uh, so yes and yes, basically. Yeah, um, you know, most automakers, um, you know, they will take their vehicles to a wide variety of locations to do testing. Um, you know, to test them in all kinds of different environments. Uh, I know, you know, when I was still working as an engineer, I spent many Long winter weeks in places like International Falls, Minnesota, and the, you know the Arctic portion, the Arctic region of Sweden, um, doing winter testing and doing hot weather testing in places like Mesa, Arizona. They take them to um, uh, they take vehicles to Pikes Peak in Colorado to do brake testing. They drive up Pikes Peak and then um, heat soak the brakes and then drive down Pikes Peak and see if they can still stop
0: when they get to the bottom. <laughs>
2: it's not quite that dramatic i don't know boys we don't i feel like right? you be never know. a nice
0: <laughs> a nice straight downhill road that's like somewhere that someone could use but like you know let's go to pike's peak <laughs> yeah
2: see what happens
0: uh
1: yeah you know, so they and you know southern california is one of the places they go they also go to death valley uh if you want to see you know what the the photographers the group of photographers who do all the spy photography um one of the places where they hang out, you know, there's a number of places they know where these vehicles are being tested. They know where the proving grounds are. They know, um, you know, that where the cold weather locations are. Death Valley is one of those places. Um, and you know, there are certain times of the year when you will see these test vehicles running around death Valley and you will see photographers hiding out t- with long lenses, taking pictures of them. Um, and you will see them running up the Pacific coast highway in, uh, in Malibu uh and various other places in California and you know some of them a lot of them have Michigan manufacturer plates you know if they have uh R&D facilities here in Michigan and many of them do but you'll also find find them with manufacturer plates from uh from other places like a lot the Toyotas these days you know they will uh, yeah well I'm not sure the development vehicles because their their R&D centers are actually here in Ann Arbor I think they oh they have Michigan, Michigan templates.
2: Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out. But, I bet a lot. What you see, Michigan, there they could very well be engineers. But I'm thinking some of the other manufacturer plates we get, they aren't doing development. It literally is just
1: yeah media and, driving it. And, you know, and sometimes you know most of the time it's the engineers, but also sometimes it's just test drivers. You know, they're doing durability testing. Mm-hmm. You know, where they're just racking up miles. Uh, so they're not necessarily engineers, but they they work for the manufacturers you know, doing, doing the durability testing. So around here, you know, where I live in Southeast Michigan, you see M plates all the time, but you see them quite frequently in, in California as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And, and, and some, some of the test vehicles we get do have M plates on them. Depends on the manufacturer, um, you know, and uh, sometimes it's Michigan plates. For some reason, Hyundai vehicles have Illinois manufacturer plates on Which I don't understand because Hyundai doesn't have a factory in Illinois. They don't don't have any major. mine
2: do. I think mine are. I thought mine were California.
1: I think mine are. Well, the ones we get here usually usually have Illinois plates on them.
2: Now I have to pay attention to the next Hyundai I get to see what kind of plates are on it.
1: Yeah, BMWs have New Jersey plates on them Mm -hmm. because BMW's U.S. headquarters is in New Jersey.
0: My my latest BMW had California plates on it. It was really weird.
2: They're just messing with us now. Huh. Yeah, now they're just doing
0: this to mess with us. <laughs> just okay. the late, like they've all had New Jersey plates up until I got the M2. Huh. We had California plates.
2: Okay,
0: it was weird. I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> Chaos.
0: <laughs> um, and
1: the Toyota that's in my driveway right now does have a Texas plate on it. So, all right. Um, question two from Ed: Why do manual transmissions have a clutch pedal? Why not have a button to serve its function? Is this a holdover from the original design of the ICE engine? Uh, and for context, when I was learning to drive, I tried a manual transmission car and at some point it stalled and thought it was way too complicated and confusing to me. Uh, well, that happened with my younger child. Uh, they, they, after one lesson, dr- trying to learn how to drive the uh, my Mustang, uh, said, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, and out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Manual tr- uh, clutch pedals. Uh, well, a lot of race cars actually do have uh, buttons, steering wheel buttons for the clutch pedal. Formula One cars do. I think, believe Indy cars do. Uh, actually, they don't have a button. They have a paddle. So they actually, yeah. you know, they'll have on the, usually on the left-hand side of the steering wheel, they'll have one paddle for shifting and the other paddle for the clutch. Um, and so a lot of race cars do use a, a either a paddle or a button on the steering wheel for the clutch. Uh, because once they get roll and they only use it to launch, once they get rolling, then they, um, they don't shift or they don't use, they don't use the clutch. They, they just, uh, shift with the
0: paddles, uh, cause they shift under power. Um, if and- you're watching the live feed, I am, I am showing how that he's works. Been shifting yeah. like, like he's and then once you're going fast, fast enough, you know, can just how do how this
2: years. He's done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. That that's exactly right. So,
1: Jeff and uh Friedland, you can see that. Yeah. You I can see that. that. You saw my my yeah. my miming. Um, <laughs> uh, but that it, it has not always been the case. Um, if you remember if, if you're old enough to remember back to the early 1970s, the VW Beetle Sportmatic. And I believe Porsche had this uh, available on some cars as well. Um, the clutch was actually activated when you grabbed the shifter knob um and uh so when you grab the shifter knob it would huh. disengage the clutch and then you'd shift and when you let go of the shifter knob it would re-engage the That's, clutch
2: that sounds kind of cool was that easy i wonder or Was that a pain in the butt
1: i, I don't know i never drove one of those um mm. and they they didn't last for very long
0: it sounds
2: like not maybe
0: easy. not that great yeah
2: maybe not because <laughs> sometimes you
0: don't like rest your hand on the on the shift and you'd accidentally shift. engage it
2: yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah. also you probably had to push down on it you probably had to, like, give it a little... It I don't, had to have be
2: been another step. I, I don't I th- think so. I feel so. like
0: you can just, like, especially, like, you couldn't just, like, grab it. Or maybe it had, like, a pull. Did it have a pull? Like, you know, the, the rear, you know, the, the reverse, some of the reverse have a little pull Uh Yeah,
2: you collar. pull up on, like, a little collar. Yeah.
0: I don't
1: know. See, uh, according to Wikipedia, the name Autostick has been used for Volkswagen semi-automatic transmissions, which is a vacuum-operated automatic clutch system coupled with a conventional three-speed manual transmission. Uh, the auto stick system originally designed by Chrysler allows for manual selection of gears with a standard hydraulic automatic transmission also known as a manumatic. uh yeah okay anyway um I I I don't know um exactly how the VW <laughs> <it> worked, worked.
0: <laughs> we'll look it up but Fair uh
1: enough. it it was there it was you know they it, they called it the sportmatic on the beetle at least anyway um and some of the other I think on on the the type 4, uh air-cooled beetle or air-cooled vws so um yeah so, so but clutch pedals are more fun
0: like oh, so how uh, the reason you need it is because it, it disengages at a certain like when you hit this certain pressure point that's when it engages or disengages the clutch so you can like sort of you can control a manual transmission vehicle far better than you can a automatic transmission vehicle so that's why the manual moves so much instead yeah. of a button
1: and i think part of the reason why vw went away from the sportmatic thing is because it was basically just on off you couldn't really modulate the clutch and so i think it was actually harder to launch like if you're on a hill you know with with yeah, a, if you're fire. on a hill with a manual oh, transmission yeah. you know you can have your have your left foot on the clutch pedal and you know and adjust it you know hold it just enough to hold you so you don't mm-hmm. roll backwards down the hill uh and then you know give it a little gas and then and then let the clutch go uh, and accelerate up the hill and i think it i think it didn't work that well with the sportmatic system um because you, you didn't really have that control over when the clutch engaged and disengaged it was just on or off basically
0: so you were left hand left foot braking yeah regular not not, not racing <laughs> yeah all right so that's it for this
1: week um that's it we're we, done we will be back <laughs> next week <laughs> and i'm gonna shut off the live stream now and say (laughs)
3: goodbye Bye, bye everyone say goodbye